welcome to What's My Age Again, a lifestyle podcast for those of us who are older than young. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello, hello everyone. Hi, we're back. We're yes. back. We're back. All three. <laughs> All three of us are back. <laughs> it's going to be a great day. <laughs> it's going to be a great day. It's Tuesday. It's going to be Positive a great day. Positive affirmations. <laughs> Positive yeah. affirmations. Hi everybody! Like, you're just gonna you're gonna slay it today, bitch. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. You're gonna be the best version of you today. Yeah. I have no, I have, I have nothing to offer this situation. You're gonna have whatever day you deserve, actually. Oh yeah. Oh. Have Woo. the day your energy deserves. Yeah. Spicy. Oh man. Oh goodness. How are you, ladies? Doing you know, right. Yeah. I'm here. I'm All right. Here. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy to be with you too. <laughs> All right. I think it's been an interesting week. And of course it was a short week, right? Because Monday so the week that we're recording, this Monday was a holiday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which always throws me off, right? Definitely. Always. Because I'm like, is it Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gino has been out of school. Monday, Tuesday, and today. So I'm all discombobulated on top of taking him to his father's today, which is not normal on a Wednesday. So yeah, I just set an alarm because I'm like, I am not keeping them waiting again. I cannot get lost into the world (laughs) when I have obligations. Yeah, so gallivanting around. No gallivanting for me today. Yeah. And like, for like the listeners or people who don't know, so this is one of Nyla's eye exam weeks. Oh, yes. So that always just gives me a little bit of anxiety. Um, Not that I ever really worried about the results, but like, so my my husband had retinoblastoma as a child. He was diagnosed around two. And so that's cancer of the eye. So he lost his left eye and as a prosthetic and so because he had it our daughter is at an increased risk of developing retinoblastoma so every three months until she's three she has to go in for a a surgical eye exam i'm doing like air quotes Um, but basically they have to put her under general anesthesia so that they can do a thorough enough eye exam because obviously she's she's like two too young to follow eye directions Mm -hmm. so the anesthesia gives me just a little bit of heartburn of course, of course it does. Naturally, as it would. I'm yeah. like, she's just so small. I don't know. It. Yeah. It's a very light sedation, and she has done extremely well every time. Like, mm-hmm. pops right out of the anesthesia, happy. Um, but those those weeks, I feel like I'm I'm like a little meh. Yeah. Poor baby. Well, it's nothing yeah. anyone wants to have to sit through with their child, so I'm right. sure it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, which is a bummer. She just has the happiest disposition, though. So she's like, I can't imagine her ever having a hard time. Like, she's just happy. (laughs) She's just making friends. (laughs) All the time. Oh, yeah. As they're, like, taking her away from me down, like, the hallway to the surgical center, like, the nurses are, like, carrying her. She's, like, Miss America waving at all the other patients, (laughs) like, waiting to go in and... Like blowing kisses to the nurses, I'm just like Jesus. What a what a blessing that must be though for everyone else, like seeing that, especially if there's like another child there who's not quite used to those sorts of procedures. Yeah. If they can see like a little going in, all shiver yeah. and down a clown, I think that that you know you have no idea her reach. 
I'm sure she's been comforting to like even adults that are like nervous about a procedure. They're like, well, she's yeah, going in there. This little cutie, like, Hi. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Peace awesome. out, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. So, ladies, what's what's your age again? Oh my god. Uh yeah. Well, I think I've got a big fun weekend coming up with uh, a bunch of our rugby friends, and um, yeah, we're we're going away to the to the woods where some of us are going to be doing some skiing. Not me. I'm not a skier. <laughs> um, but I might be doing, if we can find snow, maybe some snowshoeing, maybe a little hiking. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, so I think that the, ex- like the feeling of being excited to hang out with friends in that way, like a big, mm-hmm. big old sleepover. Um, I feel like I'm like 15. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. I love it too. Yeah. What about you, Jess? I am definitely feeling, once again, 40. Not in a bad way. Not in like some extra fun way. Just like very much like I'm doing life, going to winery tastings this weekend with friends. Um, Yeah, just very happy and content and, and 40. Yeah. Nice. That's 40 and thriving. That's how Mm -hmm. I feel. And this is the last podcast that I'm recording to air before I'm 41. I got my birthday nails today. They're um, nude with white. It's hard to tell what it is. It's supposed to be like white frosting dripping with gold sprinkles. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. I I don't know if you can tell on the camera, but I'll describe it. Yeah. And the gold is metallic. So they're shiny. Bougie birthday. Yeah. Bougie birthday nails. I have no idea what I'm actually doing for my birthday, but my nails are ready for anything. There you go. (laughs) What about you, Sarah? Um, I have had a lot of conversations this week about retirement planning. Ah. Oh, sounds like a lovely time. I feel like I'm 60. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Well, you know. Or like prepping for 60? No. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm prepping for for 60, but people should be talking about retirement savings Mm -hmm. at like way earlier ages than... I think we do. Yeah. Um, but Definitely. yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I've just stumbled into conversations with people about retirement. My boss and I were talking at length today about like the stock market and, you know, our retirement accounts and saving and so on and so forth. So yeah. So I feel like I feel mature, <laughs> you know, someone who's talking about like their investment portfolio. <laughs> You're established um, in shit. Yeah, which is funny because I was a financial advisor, but like, so like I talk about that stuff, but normally for other people. So talking right. about it for myself, I was just like, well, look at me. And Being that's, definitely, cool. that's definitely something we're going to be discussing uh, further along this year in the podcast. We're going to be having like a whole mm-hmm. series about like financial stuff. Like, yeah, we actually have um, like a financial advisor who's going to come on yeah. and talk. So, you yeah, know, what's that, really disheartening. It's disheartening this isn't taught in school because this is a very important life skill that everyone is going to need at some point. Just like, yeah. how do you obtain your mortgage? How mm-hmm. do you pay your loans? Understanding APR. Like, there's a lot of financial things that are very important. You're going to use a million times over, like, like, not saying people don't use geometry, but how many people use it actually, like, in length? Right. 
if you're not in like some sort of engineering field right yeah um i've never had to calculate the hypotenuse of a triangle i don't even know if that's a correct <laughs> phrase like <laughs> the, hi- the hippopotamus of the triangle does yeah. not exist it's limitless or as mean girls say the limit does not exist <laughs> yeah the limit does not exist um anyways so yeah i just there are other things like balancing a checkbook no, i know we don't have checkbooks anymore but like i have a checkbook know. I mean, sometimes you need to be able to get a check, at least obtain a cashier's check. People should understand what that concept is. I actually, today, um, I was paying bills and Gino came up and he's like, is that a credit card? I'm like, yep. And he's like, how many do you have? I'm like, I have two. And this is why. And I never carry a balance. I always pay it off. And he's like, well, why not just pay with your debit card? And I like went through the whole explaining. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind yeah, of develop backwards. You have to have credit yes. to get credit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. So that was a fun teachable moment for a, yeah. a nine-year-old. Awesome. Geez, seven. Who is he? Nine-year-old. Nine. Yeah. yeah that's what he is. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So now we're all mature and talking finances. Right. So grown up in shiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this week we are going to be talking about romantic care. Yeah. So Susie. Yes. What does romantic care mean to you? Ah, okay. How do I care for or how do I like to like, be Like, how would you for, define it? Um, I guess I would define romantic care as like, um, <laughs> wow, way to put me on the spot, Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> and if you um, don't really have an answer, that's okay too. Cause... I guess I... No, no, no. I think that romantic care is or like, I don't know if it's romance or if it's just, are we using romance as like our current partner, how we care for our partners? Or I think that I, that's it, what we're talking about. It's not like right. using romantic care for someone. It's like, how right. does your romantic partner care for you? That's right. Okay. So for Kim and I, um, I mean, Kim has always just been like, very patient and very kind and um, very wise and um, way better at communicating than I am, or at Mm -hmm. least that I ever, ever have been in the past. I always thought I was a great communicator just because I was able to just like talk about anything, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually saying in expressing your actual needs and like wants communicating, and communicating important right. things. Exactly. Yeah. Like just because I'm an open book and can talk about anything doesn't mean that I'm actually a great communicator. So, right. um, so something that she and I have um, started implementing because we're, we're, we're so very different from each other. The, like what we need at the end of the day, like most days I go through the entire day, not talking to anybody really because you know, all of my clients are table. usually on the table and they're quiet and they're resting and they're, you know, they're in their own like meditative space. Um, I, I definitely have some chatty clients, which is great, but um, for the most part, like I don't get to talk much during the day. So in right. and, and Kim's job is the complete opposite. Like she's constantly um yeah like working with kids and trying to um regulate their behaviors and 
you know, it's it's chaos all day long. So when she comes home, she needs like kind of some peace and quiet, quiet time. And mm-hmm. when I come home, I'm like, bah, 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 bah. like this happened and that happened. Oh, oh, I thought about this. Like, let's plan for that. Like, just a little too much. So yeah. I think yeah. learning how each other needs to decompress is really important. Um, yeah. So that's you know, and then checking in. So recently, like I said, we implemented this um, this tool from Brene Brown. Um, definitely, we'll post it so you guys can um, listen to what she says about it but basically that partnerships are like never 50 50 um I think we all know that but um what she and her husband do is they like check in with each other like on their way home from work or whatever situation they're coming from and give each other a percentage of where they are at yeah guys Zach actually sent me that and he's like I love this and it's so true and so you guys it It really was so good because like I mean so basically what it is is I call Kim for example and just be like listen I am at like if we're talking battery power I am at like 15 percent we all know what that means it's going Mm -hmm. down real fast when it starts to hit 15 percent and she'll be like okay like I've got about 30 I'll get the dishes done or I'll start supper. Like if she has a little bit more then at least it kind of gives you just a gauge of where your partner is at. And what Brene says is like, whatever gap is missing, all you have to do is figure out how you're going to be kind to each other in that gap. Mm. Right? Like if you guys are a, a, a joined 50%, like if, you know, if you're not a full hundred together, then you just have to figure out how you're going to be kind to one another in the meantime until you can figure out how you're going to recharge. Yeah. Um, and that just that tool, I mean, we, we don't remember to use it all the time, but I think when we are, like when we do feel like our battery is running out, whether it's just been a complicated day or we know we've got something social that we have to attend to, yeah. And that evening, it's, you know, it just, it just, it's a great way to have a visual of where you're. Yeah. I at. mean, I feel like if you're feeling like you're at 75% or better, that's probably not something that you're, you feel that you need to communicate. But when right. you're down at that 15%, yeah, you need, like, you need to let your partner know, like, I am not my best self tonight. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to need you to, like, pick up the slack yeah and that doesn't necessarily just mean chores no it could mean emotionally like I am probably not going to be very nice tonight like you're probably not going to want to talk to me because I'm feeling really agitated and snippy right right so like and that's I think we all get that way and that's fair and I think well I tell that to Tom all the time I'm like I I just like just understand that I'm not like you may not be doing something wrong right now, but I'm in like a not good headspace. I'm I have like my anxiety is at eleven, like whatever yeah. it may be. Mm-hmm. So I need you to like overcompensate for like you think you're being nice, be nicer. <laughs> Soft. Do better. Soft and kind. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or just like understand that like if if I respond not in my best way. Yeah. 
It's one of those, it's it's not you, it's me. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely a tool that Kim and I will use. Another way of caring for each other is like, I'm very physical. Like, I'm like, how can I dote on you? How can I, do you need your feet rubbed? Do you want me to play with your hair? Like, I like receiving that kind of care. Mm. Like, I love, like, my feet rubbed. I love my hair played with. Like, I like that physical touch. And I think she does too, but not not quite I don't think it translates as care necessarily um right I think she would just like to be held in a quiet space <laughs> like if if I just offer, be with me just be with me and don't ask me to do anything like don't demand anything of me right yeah. when you know when she's just well all day she's with kids hundred, yeah things, no exactly so I get I get she it's wants to come constant. home and not be needed in that mm-hmm. way <laughs> yeah yeah totally 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 so I mean I think I tend to show care like so my routine is Tom doesn't really make dinner mm-hmm. that's just a thing that he doesn't do he does laundry. We had this conversation early in our relationships. So I don't want people to like jump all over Tom. Um, <laughs> I hate laundry. He said he doesn't mind it. I like cooking. So I cook. He does the laundry. Tom, get on that pork roast, huh? What are you doing? Right? Man, he <laughs> he hooked me in telling me he makes like the best beef stroganoff. I have never tasted it. <laughs> so Tom, when you're editing this episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Write it on know. a postie, Tom. You oh, need to remember. Yeah, Six make, years later, I am still waiting. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's his tactic. He's like, if she just keeps waiting, I'll never lose her. She'll be like, yeah, but, exactly. But that's I can't, I can't give her the y'all. best. It's now. coming. <laughs> yeah. No, but anyway, so like you know, my whole thing is I get home from work, and he's still working, so I am on like baby duty, and if the dog needs to go out, and then like. Nyla eats at 5.30, so I'm making dinner, and then about 5-ish, Tom finishes up with work, and so by this point, I've got most of dinner made, and then he's able to kind of, like, step in and take care of Nyla while I'm crossing the finish line, and then we get Nyla situated for her dinner, and I always make his plate and bring it to him. Okay. And that's kind of like my way of like caring for him because sometimes by that point is all I got left I'm like here's your food um that's still extremely caring does that does it feel good to be like here here's your plate of food or um or would you like your plate made sometimes I think both I mean I think both can exist at the same time Yeah. yeah um but it's it like just an doesn't usually happen that way you. because yeah yeah because I'm like I'm already making my plate I'm making Nyla's plate right, I just right, right. do like boom 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 and just do like three and portion it all out and whatever yeah um and then you know like bring it to him so it's kind of like my small way of daily yeah 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 taking care of him yeah um so it's it's subtle but. And I don't necessarily know if it's always like noticed or appreciated because it's not one of those things that like we acknowledge. It's just a thing that happens. Right, right. It's but just guaranteed a, it's a part it, of the routine. Yeah. And if it yeah. didn't happen, he would realize it because I'm sure it's something he values. So sometimes you might not hear it on the day to day, but if it were to all of a sudden be gone, 
he'd be like, but I love this and I value this. You know, yeah, it's like totally. it's some, sometimes it's easier to acknowledge the love of something. Would you both, miss it? Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. But you guys, um, do you guys ever go on? Do you guys make time for like date nights and stuff and like reconnection and things like that? Or are you guys like full on parent mode right now and don't really have time for that? Um. We do, but not often. I think we've, I think we've had, because I know he, uh, like, so we've he had a babysitter like, three times. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! But you know, yeah. and here's the thing, like, and I'm just saying, we we don't. The pool has not been deep for childcare. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until we moved to our new neighborhood. And now we have like a 17 year old who lives down the street who is fantastic with Nyla. So she's babysat for us now twice. Um, So she's kind of like our go to. And then we had a concert we went to. And so Nyla stayed overnight at another one of our neighbor's houses. And that's really been it. Okay. So no, we don't get, and then I'm exhausted. So I go to bed after Nyla goes to bed and like, so no, we don't get a lot of like Sarah and Tom time. Yeah. Yeah. I, cause I know you guys, like he has his like away time. He's got like his, um, um, extracurriculars and you and your girls go out and have your time, but there's like, there's like a little bit of a missing like reconnection between the two of you. Yeah, like we we definitely have talked about a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's so hard in those beginning years. So, like, yeah. I've been through it, and I know it is much harder once they get a little older. Date nights are so easy to to pull together. It's just those younger years are are rough on. There's really hard on a marriage. Well, Absolutely. and it's I mean, it's not cheap either, right? Like, no. we went somewhere recently. Oh, we went to a birthday party for someone, and so we had the the neighbor um, kid come over and you know, watch Nyla, and it's twelve dollars an hour. So you know it was sixty dollars just for daycare, just for her watching Nyla. Yeah. Which I'm not saying that's a bad price. I I didn't feel like it was a bad price, but you know sixty dollars on top of your dinner and your drinks. Yeah, yeah, right. It does add up. Yeah. So it adds up really quickly. Um, and we don't have family nearby yeah. um, that is willing to watch her. Right. Or available to watch her. Yeah. Some combination of the two. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So we have to do the little things. Yeah. And, like, sometimes for us, it's just, like, we find some, like, trash TV show that we both, like, enjoy. And we'll sit there, like, watching it together while, like, Nyla's playing and, you know, we're sitting on the floor and we just, like, commentate, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that person just did this. Like, that kind of thing. But that mm-hmm. can be a date, too. You know, you can find oh, yeah. a way to turn that into a date. We all, sometimes we'll crack open a bottle of wine while we're doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah, have to make space great. where you can. What about you, Jess? Where do you, how do you like to be cared for? What do you, how do you show your care? So because like the relationship I'm in, we don't cohabitate every night of the week. We do 
get to spend a lot of time together. We're fortunate that our schedules allow us to do that, even though we're not under the same roof, technically. Um, but the thing that always gets me is like, well, we're in different directions all day and we haven't really seen each other. He calls me like he doesn't just text like he actually calls more than he texts. He'll pick up the phone and he'll not necessarily have he may not even have anything to say. He'll just be like, what are you doing? Cool. I'm doing this. All right. Well, I love you. Bye. Like, it's just like a check in. <laughs> just a check in. It's, <laughs> it's just it makes me smile because he thinks to call me like I popped in his yeah. brain. He's like, I'm going to call her. Um, also, I appreciate when things are over explained to me before my mind overthinks things. <laughs> For example, this is hilarious. This happened today during one of his random just calling me to, you know, to tell me what road he's on. Um, he, he's like, by the way, I keep meaning to tell you, Gage, who's his son's friend, he's the sweetest kid. Um, he's like, when I took him golfing the other day, Gage found a pair of Tiffany sunglasses on the golf course. He's like, they're in my truck because we couldn't find anyone they would belong to. My country club doesn't do a lost and found. He's like, so they're in my truck. He's like, I don't know if you want them. The, the, the lenses are a little scratched up. He's like, but they look really good. I was like, oh, I'm like, well, thanks for thinking of me. He's like, well, I mostly wanted you to know about them because if you saw them in the door <laughs> of the truck, I know you'd go crazy Italian on me. He's like, so I just wanted to make sure you knew what happened. He's like, you can ask Zane even. He'll tell you. And I'm like, why is he so afraid of me? I'm like, I am a crazy Italian woman, so I get it. And he's like, honestly, he's like, if I would have gotten in your vehicle and there was a pair of men's sunglasses in there, he's like, I know Gino isn't wearing those. He's like, I would I would be very suspect of that as well. He's like, so I'm just crossing nice. T's, dotting nice. But it was really sweet, like – he thought about my feelings. He knows what I've been through. And he was being super considerate yeah. and letting me know where it came from. And that just, you know, those are little things like when you know someone's trauma or you know someone's struggles and you are kind and mm. go an extra mile in order to, like, make sure that person doesn't have doubts or feelings that are skewed. And like right. leftover residual feelings from previous relationships. That means so much to me. Like that patience in a relationship, I think, is what I find of value and what I feel like makes me feel cared for in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think vice versa, like the way I show is I'm so intentional and I try to be thoughtful. Like I ran to the grocery store for him tonight because he has um, his son is very Zane is very talented with golf and he's just getting better and better. And he's going to be a freshman next year. He plays on the school um, golf team. And so he has him going in with a pro for practice. <clears throat> this gentleman's got kids in to so many different schools with scholarships for golf. So basically tonight was like an interview. So he took Zane to that. And while he was doing that, I'm like, I'll run to the store and get whatever you need. Just give me your list. Like it was that acts of service because I know Zane – or Zach is constantly pulled in different directions between the boys' sports. Mm -hmm. And he's really the only one vesting time in both yeah. the boys' sports. <laughs> so it's interesting to me that I've, like, I'm picking up a theme. Okay. What are you picking up? And the theme is 
it's the small details that it's matter. It's totally the details. It's not grand gestures. Like, not no. one of us has said, like, when someone, like, brings me this expensive gift. Like, it's right. been when they take the time to, like, know who I am, understand my needs, understand my thoughts, my moods. Like, and if they don't know it, like, ask about it. I think mm-hmm. you just said it when you said time. It's yeah. taking the time. That's the common denominator with all this. Because because I took his shopping list, which was very much a man's shopping list. Milk was on it twice. <laughs> coffee was not on it. And I know that man needs coffee. So I was like, hey, would you like me to add this coffee to your list? He's like, oh, yes. Yes, please. I'm like, you're welcome. Like, <laughs> it's like those little things like I know you're gonna want this and you didn't think of it on the list because the child didn't say it so yeah I mean and it yeah it's totally the like the small things like I just placed my order for like my next three months supply of my Nespresso pods and they now have like a cold brew ones and so Ooh. Tom only does cold coffee so I always make sure he has his coffee bar set up as well as mine right with his stock now I've got him the cold brew Nespresso's, his, you know, fancy creamer, and, you know, it's all set up and ready to go oh, for him. Oh, You do yeah. a coffee bar very, very well, I will say. Yeah, you do. And it's aesthetically pleasing. So, like, that's my thing. I, and I'm really bad with the words. Okay. Okay. Tom's good with Tom's the good words. Tom's good with words, Yeah. Like, he'll be that person who, like, randomly is like, have I told you how much, like, I love you, how lucky I am to have you, Aww. and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's, like, super sweet. And I just, I'm just not good at doing that. Yeah. I, I have a hard I've time receiving it. I know yeah, you Yeah, so do I've been listening well. to this podcast, and one of the things it talks about is people who have a hard time accepting things like that. It's probably based off of some sort of um, childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, where you were in some way, shape, or form told that you weren't deserving of that. Yeah. And so then when it happens, you're kind of icked out yeah. by it. Yeah. Um, and it's it, also why people with certain- untrusting. Yeah. And that's also why like people with certain childhoods end up in bad relationships afterwards because that's what you're used to and, and like- your trauma brain that's what you feel you deserve right 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 so yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sorry (laughs) that guys that can't go undiscussed I know. okay so you guys I am sick (laughs) and I keep I keep sneezing and earlier I sneezed totally peed <laughs> I said the whole time I was like here I'm just clenching You're everything just sitting in your pee pants that's how much I that's how much I care about this recording guys I'm sitting oh on my goodness. side so my butt isn't on the bed with a little bit of a little like three little drops of pee pee <laughs> but also she's been able to mute herself every time and this last time she didn't I, get there in time I missed. and so she was like the quietest sneeze trying to hold it, it in. looked painful I'm trying to clench <laughs> my kegel i'm holding in the sneeze trying to hit mute when my eyes are closing it was it was, was too funny scene <laughs> I, oh I might have goodness. to release a clip of that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, all Any- I know is I, I love everyone. I love everyone yeah. here. Thank you for listening to 
to me in this. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I wanted to comment <laughs> other than that little fiasco. Um, so actually I had an experience last night. Was it last night or the night before? I rolled over and I'm laying in bed and we're watching a show and I, I'm looking at the show and then I look over at Zach and he's just looking at me. I'm like, what? He's like, you're just a really pretty lady. And I'm just Aww. like, oh, like in that moment, it didn't feel disingenuous. And I was so proud of myself that I allowed myself to feel the compliment and like, yeah, be, yeah. what is it that the, the rabbit and Bambi Twitter pated? Twitter-pated, yeah. I, I, was tw- I think that's what it is. I was Twitter-pated when the little rabbit stomps his yeah. foot because it's little heart is beating thumper, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just meant everything. So I'm like, I literally just washed my face and put on, like, all the goop. He's like, you yeah. smell so – you always smell so good. I'm like, oh, that's what you're taking from this? I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love it. And I always – I always think back to – when the story that you told us, Susie, hmm. about Kim in like one of your tough moments being like, I don't think you're talking to me. Oh, yeah. God, I love I love that. Yeah. That was like such a great thing because it's like yeah. she could have like totally been like, listen, like back the heck off and like just ripped you a new one. Like, what's your problem? Right. Like, yeah. You, it got really defensive. Like, right. Yeah. But because instead, that's the response that I would have gotten in the past. I right? think that's the response so, most would have given. I know I would yeah. have been like, the fucks are you talking about, lady? But that right. that is such a sweet, calm way. Like, she thinks a lot before she talks. I wish she I does. had that skill. She does. I wish I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kim and I are the opposite of Sarah and Tom. Like, I'm the talker. Yeah. I think I can be the one to, like, say all of the things that are mm-hmm. sweet and you know, um, loving and she does too, but she's more with the written word. Like, yeah, the way she writes is, um, way more than way more expressive Mm. and in depth to her feelings than even what I'm able to express verbally. But yeah. Do you find that you're able to express yourself better through written words, Sarah? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I I, I am emotionally I constipated. <laughs> In all directions. Uh, I just I was Okay, we gotta co- put that on merch. Emotionally, <laughs> emotionally constipated. constipated. Oh my god, I friggin' love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I love it. But I find that I am able to write out my words but that's more of a like I when I'm with someone day in day out for a couple days stretch then I'm by myself that's when like I download it's like it's almost like I'm collecting data when I'm spending time with someone right yeah Mm -hmm. and then when I'm away from them I'm downloading it and like almost transcribing it Mm -hmm. you're like processing it yeah and then I'm like wait what what about that am I reading into this now wait what does this really mean like was this genuine this that this that like I will pick everything apart and cause myself a lot of stress that's unnecessary. But I find when I come across those things, it is much easier for me to write it out than to express it verbally if I'm feeling any specific way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just very different. Mm. Yeah. I I just, 
feel really bad for Tom. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like um I love him. He loves me, I'm sure. <laughs> sure he does too. Very and much. If not, too bad you're stuck now. No I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um yeah. Are are you working on uh a laxative for your for your constipated emotions? Constipated <laughs> emotions. <laughs> and what flavor would it be if it was a like an actual no, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. Thought provoking. Um, but yeah, like I, I think I don't, I don't know as though that's something that I like actively work on. I, it's just so much more natural for me to just like serve. Yeah, right. You know, like do things. You know, like I planned out this Boston trip, and Tom was just like, "Man, you like planned this out so well." Like I picked the perfect hotel that was like walking distance to everything because we couldn't Uber, right? Because we didn't bring a car seat, so we had to be able to walk everywhere in Boston and. I knew like in the mornings I would get up and and research like the best restaurant, like the breast, the best breakfast place. And then like research mm-hmm. the dinner places and, you know, get aquarium tickets and got Bruins tickets. And so like, that's kind of my thing. Like, yeah. Acts um, of service. Acts of service. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll be better with words. Um, it might grow as, Nyla grows honestly because she's yeah. gonna need she's gonna need positive female affirmation in yeah. her life, and I know I know you'll deliver it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and I, I wonder, think you're right. And and I wonder as you're like writing your books if that's like something that will just like start to like come more and more naturally as like you are able to unpack ex- unpack like other yeah. things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely working on and learning to better allow feelings and situations to happen without overthinking them. I think that's like my biggest roadblock in relationships is that I overthink everything. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not apologetic for it because I think that's completely natural as like a survival technique almost. Um, But I am am working to be better at that because I know – a Not for them, part. but for you, because that's a no, horrible headspace me, to be sure. in. Oh, it's it's a horrible feeling, and and he deals with my crazy real well. I'm like, I am so sorry. These are the feelings I have. I'm fully aware that they make no sense. Yeah, but this is where I'm at, and I think, like, you know, on my end of it, I think sharing those feelings in a way is doing the relationship. A favor, just yeah, justice, and mm-hmm. it's my way of showing romantic. because I'm lending to the relationship by like expressing my feelings instead of repressing them absolutely I think that's a huge part of it yep yeah yeah wherever wherever like resentment is uh has like seeds to to fester like that's that's a good place to direct your energy to um clear that up as best you can before it like actually takes root because it's it's at least in my past relationships it was really it it, it, I mean I think resentment was the killer that was the that was the the what strangled my relationships yeah um because yeah it was just something that I couldn't come back from well and I have like this horrible habit that's been ingrained for a long time 
that words are annoying. Like, oh. I was always told growing up that, like, I take too long to get to the point of oh. a story. Oh. Um, and so for me, I just feel like I'm better at, like, taking care of people and being quiet. I'm not sure oh. I've expressed that well, <laughs> again, with the yeah. words. Yeah. Um, but so there is right. a little bit of that, like, training, like, you know, oh, being called a drama queen, um, being called high maintenance, things like that, or, you know, your feelings or emotions sometimes being invalidated, right? So you, I, I feel like I've, and I've talked about this with my therapist, like, I feel like I don't, I don't emote highly in really either direction sometimes. So I think just to summarize, right, let's kind of bring this all together cohesively. It's the small things. It's not like the massive grand gestures that make your partner feel the most taken care of. It's, it's taking the time to learn who they are, do the little things, um, just to let them know that you care for them. Yeah. Show, show intention, show that you have invested in them by like really knowing them. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what it is. It makes you feel invested in and makes you feel like their relationship's an investment. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and learn how to properly communicate, communicate, not just know how to talk, <laughs> not just right. know how to like take a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah. But, but like know how they receive as well. Exactly. For sure. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and move into our crushes of the week. Yeah. Crushing it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, yeah. I'll start this week. So I was talking a little bit about the Boston trip that we planned. And so one of the things that um, I also planned, so Nyla's meme wanted to get her a Valentine's Day gift, but she didn't know what to get her. So she was just like, here's my credit card info. Like, go buy her something. So Knowing our trip was coming up, I ordered this really cool LED, um, like, tablet for drawing. I feel and like it's so, the new age Etch-a-Sketch. It's like yeah. The, yeah. the new age Etch-a-Sketch for sure. 100%. So, it, you, I mean, you can color on it. You can scribble, whatever. And it's, like, rainbow kind of colored. So cool. It's like that. Do you guys remember back when we were kids, there was, like, these black pieces of paper and you would get like Scratch a sharp chart. Yes. Yes. It's, yes. It's just like that, except digital. Yeah. Very, very reminiscent <laughs> so cool. of that. And then there's like, it's super simple. It's like the simplest piece of technology that you've seen out there. It has one button. You push that button and it clears the screen and then you just start all over. There's so much And fun. it was like, I can't even remember. It was like less than $20 for this thing. It was super cheap. Um, and Nyla loves it. So I mean, I, I feel like an adult, an adult can love it. Yeah, no, yeah. I definitely do. Yeah. I Therapeutic played, little doodler. I've played with my nephews before and it's just like, I could play with it forever. <laughs> yeah. So it's super cool. Um, uh, I'll, I'll find the link and share it with everyone, but yeah, it's really cool. And it's battery operated. It takes just like a regular, like watch battery. So you don't have to worry about, I hate like everything has a charging cord. 
Right. Oh, yeah. It's exhausting. That's true. And then you got to bring a cord with you, right? So, like, uh-huh. it just has a watch battery. Um, so, it's super simple. Last For moms out there traveling, like, plane rides, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Even fan. adults. So. I mean, it's great for tic-tac-toe. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jessica, what you got? So, I came across... Okay, let me back up. When did I get this? So, I... My mister is super into shoes. And so, I, too, have gotten a little more into the sneaker game. And I was looking for something to, like, seal them. And above anything, Gino is super into sneakers right now. So I was looking for some some sort of protectant or whatever to put on those white sneakers to keep them mm. white. Ooh, yeah. Yes. What'd you find? So there's this, there's this brand by this gentleman named Jason Mark. It's Mark with two Ks on the end. So M-A-R-K-K. It's called Repel. I bought a couple of his products for shoes. And this is like the first one I bought that I think is like the game changer. What nice. I love, What I love about it is it works on anything. So I have put it on my suede boots. I've put it on my Uggs. I've put it on white sneakers. And it just adds like this protective coat that repels water as well Hmm. as dirt, debris, anything else. And you can still go back and like wash it clean or like I also have like the suede brush and this like thing that kind of looks like an old school eraser that you can rub on shoes to clean it. Um, But it just kind of like creates this barrier so things don't end up soaking in. Into the fibers. Correct. Or the leather or whatever, because literally it works on canvas. So like like, um, Converse sneakers or Toms, it'll work on those. It'll work on Nubuck leather. It'll work on suede. It'll work on a knit shoe, like a knit running shoe. It'll work on like your classic faux leather sneaker. Like literally anything it's supposed to work on and so far it has I was very surprised so you get a 5.4 ounce bottle and what I like about it it's not aerosol and when Uh. you spray it when you spray it the super fine mist comes out evenly and continuously for like quite a few seconds so like I'll spray it and like turn the shoe and Uh, literally two squirts will get all the way around and it's such a nice fine mist it does not take a lot um and i've been a big fan and again that's on amazon the 5.4 was 17 dollars. you can buy a refill for 15 and it just you just take the sprayer off and put it onto the new one and right now they have a 10 percent off coupon as well so awesome been a been a big fan yeah that's great for like the shoe lover that yeah seriously people like really invest in their shoes oh yes they do (laughs) yeah it's good to keep them around as long as you can keep them agreed i've definitely been into the i mean we've talked about it before like my new white they're not new anymore but my my white vans i just cleaned them the other day and use like um i usually use soft scrub but this time i just use like baking soda and it worked like a charm but it'd be nice to have like just another layer of protection for them Right. And the cool thing is the liquid will just bead off with the spray. Right. Mm. Like it doesn't right. even suck and it just beads off. So that's a nice yeah. feature. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. What do you have, yeah. Suze? So uh, this week I just wanted to um, mention that I found like my favorite spice ever. Um And I feel like I'm kind of late to the game. Love spice. (laughs) I'm a little late to the game, but it's um, Trader Joe's 
green goddess seasoning. What? It's, it's, Ooh, oh, I've never it's heard so of good. it. It's guys, it's so delicious. It's good on chicken. It's good on like planes. If you want to just like jazz up some pasta with butter and this green goddess dressing, you can put like a couple of tablespoons in with like olive oil and a little bit of vinegar and make a dressing. You can, I love putting it on um, like avocado toast, like just like, you know, avocado, tomato, whatever. And then putting the seasoning on top. It just, um, it just adds such a great taste to like literally everything. It's good on fish. I've put it on steak, like all the meats. Um, and it just, it just makes things. Ooh, <laughs> I'm always down it, for a new spice. Oh God. It's just so, I love yeah, spices. It's great on pop, even popcorn. It's great. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. Green goddess dressing, Trader Joe's, get yourself some. It's, it's definitely worth it. Nice. Yummy. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Well, also, we just want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to all the lovely ladies that yes. attended our Galentine's Day event. Um, Sicilian Table was a fabulous host. The food was amazing. The really was strawberry amazing. French 75 was delicious. Delicious. Sounds a amazing. The, a couple of the girls got the uh, strawberry margarita, too, and they, they seemed uh, disappear very quickly so i'm assuming that they were good yeah um but yeah like the, they made us some really great charcuterie boards they were beautiful and delicious um the focaccia was a big hit at the table yes. um and yeah i mean everyone seemed to like really enjoy their meals um my gosh i got the braised short ribs and i mean it's like dinner that, that night huge, and oh my god and lunches huge. for two days it was it, so much kim and i split the chicken marsala which was fabulous and i just can't imagine like having uh, the portion that we got was like as it was split it was just plenty i can't imagine yeah. having that whole thing to myself i mean i could do it i could for sure do it but you know I wouldn't have felt good leaving the restaurant. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah. anyways, I just wanted yeah. to say thank you so much to our listeners that that came. Yes, um, it was a really you, great conversation. You. I mean, it was basically like being on the podcast, but yeah. in person, just yeah. really good conversation. We covered a wide range of topics. Um, also got some ideas from them on topics that they might like to hear yeah. on future episodes. So thank you for your continued support. Um, Hopefully we'll we'll have another in person event at some point um in the year. They're great. So. And hopefully Jess can join us that time too. Next yes, time. please. Yeah. Yes, 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 please. And we'll need to do a live from Georgia episode. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Definitely. So all right. Yeah. Well, listeners, again, thank you so much. Um, hope you have a wonderful day. And Jessica, Susie, mwah, mwah, love you. Love you love too. Bye guys. Bye. Have a great Ciao. week. What's My Age Again is hosted by Sarah Doucette, Jessica Biancola, and Susie DeLoon. Editing by Tom Doucette. Our theme song is Lay Down by the Paul Houston Project. To reach out to us, learn more about us, listen to our episodes, and find links to the products we crush on, visit our website at www.whatsmyageagainpod.com. What's My Age Again is now part of an Amazon affiliate program and may earn commissions off of purchase items from the links on our blog. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts and tune in every Tuesday to join in on the conversation.